Grace and peace, dear friends in Christ, and welcome to episode five of Emmanuel's You Gotta Try This podcast. This podcast is a digital ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Wadena, Minnesota, and we are recording this episode in February of 2022. And uh, I'm super happy to be joined once again by my colleague and friend, Pastor Megan Clapp. Hey, Megan. Hi. So um, we're going to mash up a couple things on this episode. Um, It's been a couple of months since we've had a chance to talk faith formation, and that's really what this whole episode's um, dedicated to. And this is going to be our final podcast of the season, um, I suppose, unless we get inspired to do some bonus episodes. But um, Megan, what um, for our listeners here, what, what aspect of faith formation are we talking about today? Yeah, we're putting um, two together today because they kind of flow one into the other in a lot of households. So we're going to talk about morning time as a connection point and also drive time. So we will talk a little bit separately about each one, but they really can work together in a, a powerful way too. Great. Yeah. And uh, so that certainly sounds like a great podcast. Um, so let's start with morning time faith formation. Let's, um, let's imagine a household with children. Uh, families will have to adapt these ideas depending on the age of their children, but what are some ways from, from your perspective that, that faith stuff can happen in the morning? Yeah, um, it's, I'm glad you noted those different ages because yeah, depending on the age of your kids, uh, your mornings look very, very different than um, other families with kids of other ages. So uh, one of the things, if you have um, some older kids and if you and your family Uh, sit down for breakfast together or even stand around your island or your countertop uh, having orange juice and coffee or whatever is to prepare for the day, you know, um, ask about the things that are going on during the day. You can even make it a little more formal and, and some weekend afternoon put together some index cards that have uh, values or um, uh, characteristics that you want to carry throughout the day and then you can put them in a bowl or a basket and and pull one out each day or look through the deck and pull one out you know maybe today uh your daughter needs courage because she's auditioning for um a seat a particular seat in in the school uh the school band or um your son has uh, a tough uh sporting event coming up uh and they, they want endurance or strength or energy. Um, those are some good ways to connect around those pieces of what's coming up in the day and what are you hoping to hang on to that we can inspire together. Um, another one that um, doesn't take quite as much um, prep work, but may take a little more thought work is uh, creating a family mantra. And so like, what is that? Um, You know, uh, for my family, it just kind of grew organically. Uh, We have a family mantra that we say, but if you're thinking like, okay, we want to put one of these together. uh, It's something that you would repeat together, not in a 
in a goofy kind of way, but as you're headed out the door as a way to send each other out the door, um, you have this thing that you say every day that inspires and communicates your ideals and your hopes for that day. So at my house, we say, have a great day because you're a great kid. And um, that's all it started out as was just that to our preschooler. And then when she had a little brother, she'll start saying, have a great day because you're a great Milo. Um, so plugging in the names. And now uh, as we say that to our kids, they'll say back, have a great day because you're a great mom or have a great day because you're a great dad. And so it grounds us in that, that feeling of, you know, this is who I'm connected to. And we think the other one is great, no matter what happens during the day um, that, you know, they can go out the door. We can send each other out the door with almost a blessing of, we hope your day is great. And we already think you're great. And it's even better on the mornings when <laughs> it's been kind of rough. And there's been arguments and distractions and hurry up and we're going to be late and all of that to say that to each other really grounds us again in um, who we are as a family and what we value. And so uh, on those really hard mornings, I find it especially meaningful, especially when I have to say it back to somebody, <laughs> my spouse and I go back and forth too. have a great day. Cause you're a great Eric, have a great day. Cause you're a great Meg. And that's, that's harder to do when you've had a rough morning, but um, gives opportunity for grace and forgiveness there too. So, um, you know, it doesn't have to be that same thing. You can think of what you want to communicate as you all are heading out the door. Um, but that one's a little more adaptable for those uh, different age groups. Um, I like that. So. I, I like those ideas about um, certainly that, that family mantra, what's something we say, um, you know, I've got teenagers in my house, so um, it's easy for them to kind of just get out of bed with just enough time to hop in the car and away they go. Um, even just that discipline of, we just, we greet each other with a good morning and, and hopefully the opportunity to, uh, you know, like you were talking about before, what, what are the things you're going to need to be successful today you know what's coming up where do you need courage where do you need I like those pieces it's you know um it it takes work it takes dedication but it it's it's simple as well right mm -hmm. you know like I think that's a, something we've explored a lot how something simple when it's done every day becomes powerful yeah you know that little that daily drop of water that becomes that becomes a river, you know, that's where it all starts. So I, I really like that. And, and again, I think that, it, that need to adapt depending on the age of your kids, but, but uh, even, even just simply being committed to some sort of interaction every morning mm -hmm. um, and to sort of gaze ahead at the day, have a great day um, um, is I, I think really powerful, those connections. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we found it super powerful in our own family. Um, like I just was saying, and, and yeah, it just kind of sprang up from that. Have a great day that we started. And then we kept adding and adding. And now we have this call and response that happens, which is pretty right. cool. 
Yeah, and and that and to recognize that this is important for you as a mother and Eric as a father as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I mean, I think if you live in a home with another human being, simply being simply being committed to connecting relationally, even in the most basic of ways every day, sets the tone. Mm-hmm. for your day right and, and some Absolutely. of the other thing we'll talk about how you put this all together with some of those other moments but like we're in this together we, we might circle up for a little more in-depth conversation later but you're almost you're re- you're remembering right at the start of the day we we are a team yeah and, and god has knit us together as a family and this is who we're going to be today we're going to go our separate ways now we're we're going to come back together as a family unit and even just that tiny little moment is a worthwhile investment. So I really like that. Um, I'm going to have um, some thoughts to share with our listeners about um, how you use morning time for personal faith, faith formation. But I want to save that till we get to talk about drive time um, sure. as well. So, and, and maybe you had some other thoughts about morning time, but if you wanted to transition into drive time that this might be a good time to do that if you're ready yeah i think um you know those those short and simple things are key in the morning um so many households like you said with teenagers they're getting out of bed just before they have to head out the door i've got you know elementary and preschool age kids and so you know that's a different kind of rush to get out the door um so those short and simple things, uh, I think, are going to be most effective um, for a lot of households. So, yeah, let's move into drive time because that's that natural fit, right? I'm not sending my kids out the door by themselves to walk over to daycare and school, um, although someday that might be a reality. Uh, it isn't at my house today. And uh, so they're sent, they go out with their dad for, uh, to drive to those places. And uh, many students are driving, many families are driving together, you know, they just pile one on top of the other, right? You head out the door together and you pile into the car. Um, so in all of these things that we've been talking about for faith formation, drive time is one of the most uh, laid back and non-threatening times of connection because you don't have to make eye contact with one another Yes, you're sitting in the same space, but, um, you know, you don't always, uh, you can explore some things without having to have that intensity of face-to-face conversation. Um, And you can use distractions to your advantage if you have a longer drive. Really, the goal in drive time is to enter into one another's worlds um, and talk about the stuff that your family members are interested in or the things that they have going on. Um, And I think, uh, you know, one of my suggestions, some ideas is about, you know, turning off uh, talk radio and turning on the music your kids like. And, uh, but a a little reminder that, you know, it's not necessarily as a, a parent or an important adult, you know, your job isn't to prove how cool you are in this situation. Um, it's, it's showing a level of care and interest uh, that, you, that you really like these people that you're living with and spending time with. Um, and so, like I just said, 
Uh, you can listen to the music they like on the drive. Um, one of one of the things our family were really into the movie Encanto, and so that soundtrack is on every time we drive and we sing together. Um, it's a great connection point for us in that drive uh, that otherwise, you know, would get lost if we were. I was listening to talk radio and my kids were on their tablets or whatever. Um, you can also continue some of those conversations that got started um, about what was coming up in the day and what what might you need for your day to be successful or to find a win in the day. Um, you know, drive time is a great time to continue that or or even just find out about that kind of stuff, you know, that might not come up uh, in other parts of your day. So this could be an opportunity to explore that. You could also, you know, instead of as you head out the door, you can share your family mantra at drop off. Um, and I've also um, heard from from families that, you know, we have been encouraging uh, during um, this time of virtual uh, gathering, you know, we encourage folks at communion to give each other a blessing. Uh, you are a beloved child of God now and forever and mark foreheads with the sign of the cross. The families that gather with us on Wednesday evenings do that at our worship time. This is another practice that's easily incorporated into this drive time, the end of the drive time, right? The drop off. Um, where you can mark the sign of the cross on one another. And now some, a lot of middle school and high school students, uh, if, if they're driving with their parents, aren't going to want friends and others to see them, you know, being blessed on their forehead as they're jumping out of the car. But uh, the back, the back of a hand is a really good spot to remember that, to do that. Or um, one family told me that they, they'd reach across and trace on the knee of the student um, as just one of those connection pieces of like, hey, we're in this together. God's going with you. But respecting that, um, those feelings of their student of like, I don't, it's embarrassing to do it this way, but it's still important to me, right? Um, there's that compromise there. So, and I love that. I love that uh, that is an adaptable thing where we can still say, this is important to us as a family, but we can do it in a way that respects one another and our, uh, you know, our, the ways we can win, right? That's a, that's a win for a middle school student to not be embarrassed during the day. Right. Yeah. And, and what you want more than anything is that they have this tangible reminder that you're, you are in this together, that you're, mm -hmm. that you're proud, that you're proud of them, that, that, that they are um, a, a blessed child. Right. And so, mm -hmm. you know, have, you know, they're going to interact with their hand in the day a lot more often than their forehead yeah. or their knee, right? It's a place they can, you know, when you're taking that test today, here's a cross for you. You just reach mm -hmm. down and grab it anytime yeah. it's right there. Right. Um, so I think, and, and you've in uh, uh, other times when we've blessed, you know, say kindergartners, for example, a mutual bracelet that mom yeah. and dad and, and, and child can share. And so that'd be another drop-off moment. You know, I've got, mm -hmm. I've got my, uh, you know, uh, bracelet, you've got yours where we'll, we'll be together as a family and you just have a great day today. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I was um, thinking a lot about, about drive time too, and just wanted to share a couple of, of thoughts as well. Right now at the top of my awareness is I have a 15 year old 
yeah. who um, is now starting to drive. And the great thing about when they're 15, as opposed to when they're 16, is they cannot go anywhere without one of you, <laughs> mom or dad, with them. Sure. Right. And, and of course, it's a great time to teach them about driving. But I would commend to parents, don't make 100% of what you say to them be about directions and commands on how they could be a better driver. Mm -hmm. Utilize that moment where you can just say, hey, have I told you lately how proud I am of you? Or uh, like that kind of thing, you know, yeah. where you just, yeah. it's not, it's not advice. It's not a command. It's just this word of blessing you yeah. know, that you want to share. And, and I think too, like, I love how, you know, uh, I'm, I'm solo will hop in the truck with me. And the first thing she does is change the radio station. <laughs> and so we have this little banter back and forth. Oh, you don't like the country station, you know? And, but um, every once in a while I get to turn off the radio just for a second, you know, and just say, Oh, wait, important announcement. Mm. I'm really, I'm really proud of you. And then boom, I hit the radio back on and, and we've got, you know, her noise again, but um, those opportunities yeah, um, that are there. So, yeah. And I, yeah, you know, as you were saying that I have, I have uh, significant memories with my own dad driving together, right? Uh, he'd listen to my music and then we'd listen to his music. And, uh, you know, I, I hated listening to his music, uh, but now it's really, it has influenced then the things that I like to listen to now as an adult. And, um, but the, yeah, those significant pieces of connection uh, that at the time, right, might not seem so significant. But as we said before, they add up to something really, really important and profound in, in your life as um, you're passing along these values and, and all these things that go along with these conversations. The other thing that I love about this opportunity in drive time is that, you know, these conversations, whether they're about big things, they're probably not about big things, actually. They're probably about a lot of small things. Um, but when, when you do things like turning the radio off and saying, hey, I'm really proud of you, important announcement, and then you turn it back on or um, whatever that, you know, however things unfold on your drive, um, our kids learn then that they can trust us with those small things that will listen to them. And it's not always a lecture. It's not always a teaching moment. You know, we'll listen to them. And, um, and the more they know that they can trust us with that, then the more likely they are to come to us with those really big things down the road um, because we've spent that time connecting in these small ways, uh, which, you know, it's a long game. We're playing a long game here with, <laughs> with kids and our, our families and being connected. Um, at, but it's a really important one, I think. Yeah. And I think, you know, that long game, how are we going to win that long game? It's not, we don't just win when, I get a chance to share and teach everything that I wanted to with, with my kids. They learned every last bit of knowledge, but, but we win the long game by also listening our children into sharing with us their hopes and dreams, right? So if you're driving with your 15-year-old, you're like, 
someday you're going to get to drive on your own. And the great thing about driving is you can go anywhere you want to be. Where do you think you might drive this car someday? And you've just yeah. invited them in to share a hope and a dream. And I think you, you know, when you learn on something that they're excited about, um, they're more likely to be willing to share any number of, uh, of things about their hopes and dreams on a variety of topics with you. Mm -hmm. So there's, mm -hmm. that's part of that long game too. So, yeah. Um, well, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this for folks that are in households without kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, which, right. Like, uh, I think, I think a lot of these, you know, relationship is a big part of who we are. Um, but I think also morning time and drive time could, could be a time for us to tackle spiritual growth, um, uh, with, with ourselves or one, you know, one-on-one -on -one alone in, in, in solitude. And, um, you know, for me, morning has been a very fruitful time for me to, um, explore both, um, you know, physical health, um, and spiritual health. Um, I've, I've got this mantra. I'm sure someone shared it with me, but now I just think it's my own mantra, but if you, you know, win the morning, win the day. Mm. And, um, so that first victory of, I didn't hit snooze 17 times. I got <laughs> up and I, you know, um, hit the treadmill or went, went for a walk outside or, uh, did some yoga, um, whatever it is. And then there are so many great spiritual resources out there. Now we, we live in a, an amazing age of, uh, you know, podcasts and other resources and, um, even resources that might traditionally have been print resources that are available to us through a daily email, mm -hmm. for example. Um, and I think, you know, for, uh, if we live alone, that's a, a, a that morning time. And then your drive time could also be a time to listen um, uh, to any number of, of spiritual resources. I hear people who engage uh, spiritual music uh, during their drive uh, or other things like that. But, you know, that's great for you. But I also think like for me, I've got teenagers in the house. And so, like I said, they get up just in time to get to school. Um, but I get to set the tone. They, they know that I get up early they get up and they see, you know, I come in from, from our, um, um, you know, exercise area. And, the, and uh, so they know what I've been up to. They know that, I, that taking care of myself is a big priority. Um, and, you know, I, I share with them, oh, did the Bible in a year podcast again, got through another episode and, and um, yeah, you know, so I think you set the tone, right? You model, what are your aspirations for your kids? Um, mm -hmm. in their faithfulness, you get a chance to model that. Um, so I, I think morning time can be a great time to pursue um, your individual faith growth as well. Um, I mean, not everybody's a morning person, so you could postpone that to a later time in the day, you know, as well. But mm -hmm. um, it can be a really good discipline. And uh, I mean, we could spend hours just going over all the different like resources that are out there yeah. it's um it's an amazing time almost too much almost like being at one of those buffets that you <laughs> uh, like there's too many options i'm overwhelmed or 
Or if I were really a good person, I'd spend two hours in private devotion and exercise oh. every day, right? <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's not, you know, again, it's a small thing. Yeah. Sometimes I, Audrey I, will get up and spend eight minutes on the bike. You know, it's mm-hmm. our joke about eight minutes. All right. You did eight minutes today. Great. You know, it's something. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, a colleague who uh, does slow and steady increments. So her, she starts with one minute, you know, she does, she reads the Bible for one minute or she jumps on the bike for one minute. And, you know, the last time we talked about it and checked in, she said, I'm up to eight minutes on, you know, in my exercising, which is great, you know, building that consistency. Um, And I know that Bible in a year podcast that you have been listening to. And some of our other congregation members have too. Mitchell talked about it on a, a podcast uh, a few months ago, that's been a really great tool for spiritual growth for, for you and others. And so even just something, you know, a few minutes listening to someone else, someone else's reflections can be really, really helpful. Yeah. And there, like I said, there's so many great written, you know, um, whether it's Christ in our home or, or some other publication, God pause Luther seminary puts out uh, they'll email you every day if you if you mm-hmm. sign up for that, but you can find that on the on the web too. So between printed stuff and electronic stuff, and then the, the, this podcast realm is opening up so much great stuff. Um, and I know, like, right, morning time. Sometimes morning comes earlier than we'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> some of us, if we wake up at three in the morning, it's like I'm not getting back to sleep for a while. So. Having something spiritual to plug into rather than the thoughts that rattle around my own head about my inadequacies um, is a really good thing. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm glad you mentioned that because, yeah, um, there is, there are those mornings where, yeah, morning is suddenly there at three or four or whatever it is. And, and to be able to be in, in reflection and spiritual growth. Um, yeah, it can be a really um, comforting place to be instead of those other places our brain goes. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So we could, I mean, as always, we could go round and around about this stuff forever. <laughs> um, but I do think we could just dedicate a little bit of time here into this, you know, putting this all together. Um, so, you know, right, these faith windows open up mm-hmm. throughout the day. And I think they can fit together. So um, let's uh, let's talk about that. I know you've got some great ideas on how, how to put all of this stuff together throughout the day. Sure. Uh, so, you know, I, I didn't come up with all of this on my own. Um, I'm grateful for the folks um, at Orange for introducing me to these ideas. Um, and I could... I could, uh, maybe we could link to their website in the show notes if people want to explore more. They've got a variety of resources that go along with these things. Um, but the, this idea of four connection points, or like you call them, windows of, of connection, come from uh, these verses in Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 6, verses 6 and 7. Moses has gone up and received the Ten Commandments and then come back down and is talking to um, God's people, the Israelites about what does it look like to live in this community and to live in relationship with God. And, um, 
Moses says, uh, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, all your being and all your strength. That's verse five. And then verse six and seven go on to say, uh, these words that I'm commanding you today must always be on your minds. Recite them to your children. Talk about them when you are sitting around your house and when you are out and about, when you are lying down and when you are getting up. And of course, there's further instructions in there that is, uh, you know, particular to that community. But these, this naming of those four times sitting around your house. Uh, so, so we are interpreting that as meal time. Uh, when you are out and about, that's our drive time. When you are lying down, that's bedtime. And when you're getting up, that's morning time. And so there are these different roles then that we inhabit during these windows. Um, so we'll start with morning time. We'll just kind of go through in the order that we experience our day. Um, your role there in that connection is that coach. Uh, what, are, what are the wins for the morning? Or how can we um, uh, help provide tools for a win later in the day. Uh, and so you're using encouraging words in your communication and your goal is to instill uh, purpose for the day that's connected to your values, right? And that sounds really, um, you know, kind of high level thinking, but we've already talked about it can be as easy as have a great day or uh, greeting each other in the morning, uh, that pause in the music saying, uh, I'm really proud of you, right? Continuing into drive time, as I already moved there in my examples, uh, you're in more of a friend role. Of course, we know there are boundaries as parents in our kids' lives about how that friendship works, where that line is between friend and parent. But during drive time, your role is really about that, um, that caring uh, presence uh, might be a better way to envision that uh, if you don't like the idea of, of friend. Uh, using that informal dialogue, um, kind of whatever's coming up, whatever you get distracted by, you know, you hear something on the radio and, oh, I wonder about this or, um, and it's to interpret life together. It's to, to think about uh, life together in a way that's, uh, you know, non- less threatening than those maybe face-to-face -face, uh, intense conversations that make your teenagers squirm. Um, and then mealtime at any meal where you gather together, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or uh, pre-practice snack or something, um, you can take on the role of a teacher here. Uh, you maybe have a more extended time together for a little bit more formal discussion. And by formal, I don't mean like um, you know, you're speaking about Shakespeare or, you know, someone's giving a presentation, um, but it's more of uh, passing along your values um, and, you know, taking turns, speaking and responding and having, having that larger discussion uh, time. And then in, at bedtime um, or before bedtime, Nate, I know your family gathers before everyone scatters to their own bedrooms in the late evening. And the role there for, uh, for adults is a counselor, um, hearing and reflecting about the day um, and also sharing their own uh, experiences of the day through caring and connecting conversation. And the goal here is to build that emotional connection. 
uh, with one another. Um, and so like, uh, you know, your family does the faith five, which I think we've spoken about, uh, on previous, uh, podcasts, but, um, you can expand on, you know, of sharing those highs and lows and praying for each other and praying about those highs and lows. And, um, the, the way that has adapted to your family over the years, uh, encourages that emotional connection with each other, even if everyone complains about it. (laughs) Um, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And ultimately our goal in any of these windows of conversation, any of these roles, um, any of these connection points is to build those positive connections between family members and to share faith practices and values. Uh, because when, when kids of any age see their parents engaging in this, they are more likely to engage with it too. Um, cause we, we are the, we are the ones, if we want faithful kids, we have to be faithful ourselves so they can, they can learn from our example as well as other important adults in their lives. So, um, just, uh, you know, if you wanted to plug into each of these times, uh, which may be natural for your family and your household, uh, it may not be, maybe you're just choosing one, but in the morning, you can send each other off with the mantra, like we talked about on the drive, listen to their favorite song and sing along with them, learn the words, uh, pray together at your mealtime. That's another great time to share highs and lows or how the day went and, uh, how the day might be different uh, tomorrow. Uh, Bedtime, you can again pray together, you can share scripture together, share highs and lows. Maybe you shared highs and lows at at the mealtime and so you wanna revisit one of those to talk further. Um, And uh, right, so just really simple ways to connect and plug in uh, that are easy to build on to create this uh, faithful, momentum in your family. Yeah, I like that. I was thinking as you, as you were talking, even just kind of going over them, some of these notes before, you know, encouraging families to think about that toward the, toward the close of the day. Um, you know, that is your uh, teaching and togetherness time, you know, whether that's going to happen over, over a meal together or a bedtime ritual or a little of both. That, that's where the day is headed. And if, and if you can establish that solid ritual, then I think you can build, you can build toward that, right? So like morning time and drive time become kind of the setup for that where mm-hmm. you, you cue, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a reference, you know? So if your kid's got a big test coming up that day, you say, just do your best and we'll, we'll talk about it tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a way to point forward. Um, and instill hope in your children, whatever today brings, we're going to process it through together as a family. And I'm always proud of you. And right. So then you have something to look, look ahead to. um, And that, um, you know, can yield good things or, or you might identify morning is the time for you to get right with your stuff Mm one-on-one and you might just have a line or two that you say to the others in your household that preps you now to be a healthy teacher and mentor and counselor at the close of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, right. Like 
people shouldn't get overwhelmed at this, even though it is a big task. We're, we're, we are talking about, it's still brief moments of, of interaction. Um, again, it's part of a long game yeah. of doing this night after night, day after day. And if you fall off and, and you, you're like a month went by and you haven't done it, start again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. We're always going to have episodes and seasons like that. So. Yeah, the reality at my house is, uh, you know, we don't always get everything, every one of those things checked off the list, uh, even if we have the best intentions. And highs and lows are sometimes two minutes long at the dinner table, and then we've moved on to something else, and the moment is lost or or over. And and that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect to be meaningful either. Um, it's definitely a practice and yeah, uh, don't, uh, for those of you listening and watching, don't feel like you have to do it exactly right in order for it to, to have impact in your family. Um, there's all kinds of ways you can utilize these strategies to, um, to make this happen uh, over the course of that long game. Yeah. Well, and if you want to use a use a training analogy, even the most elite of athletes have an off season, right? Mm-hmm. So you're know, like, haven't run in a while. <laughs> Time to get after it again. Uh, we haven't done this as a family together, and just being transparent about that with the other people in your household. I'm, we should get going on that again, or we should try this again, or what's a new way we could explore this? And yeah, it's it, hope springs eternal. It's it's yeah. a great thing about church seasons too that I think uh, can rejuvenate us. Right now, we're standing at the precipice of Lent, which could be a great time to start a new practice. And uh, but if you don't, if you screw up Lent, Easter's coming. Yeah. <laughs> if you screw up Easter, Pentecost is just around the corner. And if you screw that up, right? It right? Yes. Yeah. There's always forgiveness something. and the promise endures. Right. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. 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 And it's never too late. Even if you don't start when your kids are, you know, seven and three like mine, um, or you didn't start when they were infants or whatever. Uh, Sure. It might be a little more difficult to make it feel a natural part of your day, but it's worth it. And you can find ways that these rhythms work for your older kids and your older family. Yeah. Including your adult children, by the way. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you. Oh, yeah. That conversation of, uh, you know, I wish I had done this, but now I hope now I have this hope. Right. And um, it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, with text messages and Facebook Messenger, those family threads, uh, you could you could add something real significant to that if you wanted. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So. I think some real wonderful thoughts um, as I reflect on this whole season of, of this, uh, you got to try this podcast. I think we really put a lot of stuff out there for families and individuals. And um, again, we hope we we're not overwhelming people with all these <laughs> ideas, but like, just, just pick something, grab onto something and um, you can do it. You can do it one step at a time, that one minute, one minute, a minute to win it, you know, and, uh, and build from there. So. Thanks. I really have appreciated um, the opportunity to share these podcasts together throughout the year, Megan. Yeah, it's been really great. It's been fun to talk with you and, and 
share these ideas uh, to uh, maybe a different audience than than we uh, have seen in our in our building and especially in the this pandemic era that we're living in. Um, it's been a really fun way to connect um, across time and space. Absolutely. And, and we're grateful for you listeners who have joined us on this You Gotta Try This journey. This wraps up our season of podcasts and um, we'd love to hear from you. So reach out to me, reach out to Pastor Megan. Uh, if you're watching us on Facebook, you could drop a comment or share a direct message. Tell us what topics you might like us to explore on future podcasts. So uh, until then, be well, my friends.